live from the capital of the Commonwealth. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 1061 ESPN. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Call in and talk with Bob anytime at 327-0888. Now, here's Bob Black with the Sports Huddle on 1061 ESPN. Bob and Sean with Hour 2 of the Sports Huddle. Sean Robertson from CBS 6. The chopper has landed out yeah. there on the grass. Uh, helipad. The helipad. The helipad. Let's get ready to gas it up. Gas it to up. To make our, our Thursday night destination. And you got here a little beyond 4 o'clock today. How come? Where were you? I'm going to pry a little bit I here. Was, I was at VCU or the school on Broad Street. As it's I guess okay. That you guys were saying. <laughs> Um, one of your, uh, one uh-huh. of the guys that work with you, absolutely, uh, Steve, Steve he teaches a class uh, over there in the mass con department. He asked me to speak to the class. So I talked with him about 45 minutes. I said, I had a hard out at three 45 ish, hard out at three 45 ish. That was good. I hope they laughed at that. Probably not. A, little, a little bit it's late in the day for those guys. It was like, kids. what's going on? What is he doing? It was like, yeah, he does. He co-hosts a radio show once a week. He's like, he's a jack of all trades. I was he like, is. I guess I am. You are. So just giving him the. Uh, what was your message? What was your over? He, he wanted me to kind of. Hit the ex- books and become a lawyer or a doctor. <laughs> that was probably, probably your message. Yeah. That's where the money is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just uh, giving them the, the, the background of how to craft a story, how to, you know, what questions to ask your interview subject so you can get the answers you need to build that story and to craft that story. So uh, I. Gave him like a few clips from some features that I did, and um, I guess the one that got the most reaction because I actually showed the the story about the former Spider Demonte Buckingham, uh-huh. the story I did when I met him in Greensboro. Uh, but the story they actually got the most reaction was a story I did on this Prince George high jumper. His name is Lamont Victoria, who uh, who became the I guess the most decorated track athlete under the current head coach. Uh, his name is William Stevens. He has like five or six state championships in the high jump. And his first interaction with the coach, he wore like skinny jeans and he wore his Air Force Ones. Didn't dress the part to to try out for the high jump. And he did a scissor kick and did it in six feet with skinny jeans and the, and, and the, the Air Force Ones. And the coach was like, oh, yeah, we're going to first he was going to cut him. Because he dressed, he didn't dress the part. But when he saw that, he was like, "Oh no, we're keeping him on there. Yeah. I will dress him. We will get him straight." <laughs> and so uh, the first clip was me in studio, and I told him like, "You know, hey, yeah, he came out looking like this." And I said, "Oh yeah," and I wore my Air Force Ones on air on his behalf. I figured you did because he because uh, he did that. So you caught their attention. With and that. then they did they did laugh at that one. So I, I yeah, did a joke on that. That's one. great. So they kind of liked that part about how, you know, I guess I told him that you know he was. He, he didn't trust a lot of people. He has a very tight circle and only a few he lets in. And so the coach talked to me about it and we kind of shot the breeze before we did the interview. And by that time, he was kind of a little more, a little more relaxed, a little more open. And I said, you know, is everything on limit? You know, is everything, anything and everything we could talk about? Because I said, I read your story. And so we can talk about your mom, talk about your dad. And he said, yeah. And I said, I said, you have to be careful when they say, yeah, because you still need to phrase the question appropriately to get a really good answer. So instead of me asking him, you know, what was it like to lose your mom at such a young age? Because he was only seven when she passed away. 
I said, what are some of those memories? What are, what are some memories you have of your mom, given that you only were with her a short period of time? Gave me a good answer with that. Um, I, gave, I thought he gave me a good answer when talking about his dad because he was in and out of jail a, a mm. lot when mm-hmm. he was a youngster. And really, a, not a lot of family members went to his meets. So his really his family was his coach, his the coach's wife and their kids. Hmm. And he kind they kind of became his family throughout this time. So, you know, there was a moment where the coach came and kind of saw his living situation wasn't the best. The player, the athlete was trying to hide it cuz he didn't want a lot of people to know, didn't want to feel sorry for him. And the coach wasn't that type of person. He wanted to be in a situation where he can he can help him. Mm-hmm. He can he can mm-hmm. pick him up. And then that was really the moment he was like, "Yeah, I can trust him." So he kind of wow. brought him in a circle and I I was my concern was if he's that tight, you know, how is he going to be open with me? And we you know, was it like 90 minutes? When did that did? one air? That aired a little over a year ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. So on YouTube and also on the website. I can understand why the College students would gravitate that. That's so a heck of did, a story. Yeah, yeah, they did like that, and they and they liked how you know when I kind of explained it, and then you kind of heard his answers in the story. And I said, "Well, my job is not to repeat the answer or to spoil it. My job is to be the navigator. I'm the driver. My job is to kind of lead, you know, lead him in, and then he comes in with that answer. And then for the casual fan or for a non-sports fan." Okay, why is this story important? You know, and those are the things you want to ask. Like, why should I? Why should somebody who doesn't like track and field, who doesn't know anything about Prince George athletics, why should they sit down and watch? And one of the one of the students was was like that, not a big sports fan, and she was the first one to kind of speak up. She said, "I kind of really like that story." Um, you know how he answered the questions, how it was presented, and something like that. And I was like, "That's that's that was that was the goal. The goal is really not the hardcore fan." In the, in the features, it's that person who is flipping the channels and it's like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's see that. And I always want to match the video with kind of like how you are describing the story. Man, I'm learning here. <laughs> Aren't you, AJ? I'm, I'm learning here. I like upbeat stories. This is upbeat story, but yeah. I'm learning the... I'm learning the fundamentals of broadcast 101. And here. I told him, I said, features are not like my cup of tea. I really don't like doing them a lot. <laughs> Sometimes it's a lot of pressure because yeah. you want you want it you want to get it right. You want to give it get it right for the person who trusted me with telling the story, the person who brought the story to me, their family, because you know you. Did, then you get all the backlash and all of that. So sometimes I'm like, eh. But sometimes when. When it happens and, you know, you, you hope it's a good story and then he presents it to you. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good story. And then first, fa- you know, first member of his family to go to college. He's doing well at North Carolina Central. I think he's like was freshman of the year at Central for track. So, you know, those Very cool. Those are pretty good. No, really good. So that's why that's why I was not here at exactly. Four that's o'clock. OK. That's a good. Re- very good reason. <laughs> Did we find uh, the, the, the budding the next Lane Casadante and Sean Robertson's at this thing? Uh, or what? One wanted to be a sports reporter. The others mainly uh, PR. They wanted to go in the PR direction. Interesting. One actually told me I was <laughs> I was leaving the restroom. And we were talking, one of the guys in the class, we were talking in the, in the restroom and he was like, well, I want to, you know, I wanted to be PR, but then I wanted to be a talk show host. And I said, did you want to be a sports talk show host or an entertainment talk show host? 
He said, I want to kind of be like uh, Steve Harvey. I said, so you want entertainment. Mm-hmm. I said, you still got to do the research because that's the biggest thing. Those you shows still, won't exist in five years. I'm probably like, not. Know, no. Well, his show is digital now. Steve Harvey. That's show. where they'll exist. Yeah, his more is is digital. But I said you still have to, you still have to do the research for your subject because uh, you're going to have to have guests. And um, the other thing is, you know, ask those questions because you, you've you got to pay attention to the person you're interviewing because mm-hmm. they can they they're going to guide you into different questions you may already have in your head five or six ones I want to ask. But a word or a phrase that that subject tell you know gives you be like oh that's another two or three questions yep I can give so yeah good stuff nice you know not that's Sean bad. the mentor I he told, is Professor Sean I text Steve I was like I hope I did not bore your your students and he said they asked more questions today than that's, any other time with a guest I'm that's like, a great um, like, okay. measuring stick so I said I'll take that litmus test that. yeah. So, All those phrases that Ron Rivera should never use again. <laughs> See how I transitioned <laughs> back into there's there's my lesson right the there. Yes, yes. yes. They hey, failed that, the first one. They, we'll see if they, they, they sure pass did. this one. I don't think he's calling this week. <laughs> yeah. That at this point, I think this is the bigger one. This is a divisional game. This is double. <laughs> well, but I don't know if I'm calling, especially on the heels of last week. Yeah. I don't think I'm calling this a measuring stick or a litmus test. That's that's bad. Nah. Don't don't nah. do that. You're going up against a division rival on the road who you beat at their home place last year. Who, oh by the way, played in the Super Bowl yes. last year. So I'm not yes. sure that coming a, off a really impressive performance on Monday night, yeah, they, they did. took Tampa to the woodshed yep. Monday night. Even though offensively they didn't look that great, but that Jalen Carter kid from Georgia. That was a pretty good pick, Man. wasn't it? Oh, that play goodness. where he turned, went five yards back upfield and, and punched the, the ball away yes. was was special. He's always on favorite yeah. to be rookie of the year. And I know the baggage comes with that. but Which it does. But, you know, I remember when they drafted him, the first thing I said was the Eagles have the right veteran guys. No question. Not only in the entire locker room, but in his position room. Graham, That Cox, they will take no care. Question. They will make sure of that. Yep. And even if it needs to go Beyond that, Jalen Hurts is a great mm-hmm. leader. You know they've got you know Kelsey's a great leader. Yep. so I feel I felt really good. And those two, about him that. and Hurts, probably pass cross yeah, in the SEC right. when he was right. at Alabama. So yeah. they probably know each other. Yeah, no, that it was, was a, a great pick. A very, I mean, I know the back, not the backlash, but the hoopla was it was off the field, but mm-hmm. the talent, he's legit. Yeah, and he's showing that in the first month of the year. That's that was a great pick. For him yep. to come, I mean, unfortunately, he came down to get him, you know, for basically to land in mm-hmm. Philly's lap. But they picked him, and he he has turned out to be a star for them right now. Absolutely, yeah, I, I was I was impressed as a yeah. Philly. They're getting there. Mm-hmm. I think I said on the air Tuesday they are still imperfect, but they are still unbeaten. That's scary, you know, with that office. And you they know are imperfect. And Hertz wasn't great. I guess he was sick. He had yeah. the flu. You can kind of see it when they showed shots him on the sideline. Yeah, he looked a little glassy eyed. Um, didn't quite look himself. Yeah. And again, no excuse. He still played well enough to win the game, obviously. Right. And he got guys around him. But yeah, but it's gonna come. That offense. That offense is too good. They got too many good skill position players for them to continue to struggle. And like there's that. nothing wrong with kind of you know the the, yeah. the incline. You know, it's right gonna now. happen. And when it happens, yeah. watch out with so. that defense. And and those skill guys, they're gonna be dangerous in the NFC. So are you surprised there are? Th- what are we three weeks in right and there's only three unbeaten teams i am surprised with that right san yeah, francisco have... miami and philly yeah i think miami is probably the shocker of the bunch offensively well and... 70 points <laughs> wow with two and i mean there were some plays where i like there was no defender 
on the screen. I'm like, how do you leave Hill open? Mm -hmm. No waddle. That's I'm putting a safe. I'm the safety is hovering. He's I mean, he's going to follow him and to be that wide open. If Tua stays healthy, that that could be that could be their Kansas City's biggest Mm -hmm. threat in the AFC if Tua stays healthy with that group. Oh, that no look pass was awesome. Oh my god. And did it twice. Not once. I'm like, we're gonna do it a second time. That was awesome. But that's that's a scary group of it. The 49ers and the Eagles, you know, I know Dallas has their issues right now, but to me those two, that that's that's geared up for a potential rematch in the conference title game. And then we'll get to see if Hurdy stay you know, Brock stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Was he the missing piece? Mm-hmm. Uh was he the missing piece for the 49ers last year? So it's all geared up for that because I don't see any other team really knocking those two off the perch this year. Hey, AJ, should I ask uh, Sean the same question about the Dolphins and the 70 points that you and I went back and forth on? Definitely do at- it, but know that the Detroit Lions will knock both because they are the Super Bowl champ. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked Damian Woody this question too because you – I had Damian Woody on her. I did week. hear He's that. going into the, the Patrick Henry Hall of Fame tonight, as a matter of and fact. And did you say he will be? He will. He he's is, in town. He is here. He's going to be. I'm, is the chopper going up there? I, no. I, well, it's, I it's wish. At the Hanover Country Club in 20 minutes. Well, that's Lane's neck of the woods. 15 minutes. He that's, should be there. That's Lane's neck of the woods. He should be there. I, I should hear something, you know, the, the you vibration should. of the building <laughs> with him landing or something like that. You can't feel championship greatness. But that's that's cool for him to come back. It is very that's cool really for him cool. to come back. So, would you. 70 points. They have the ball. The NFL record is 72. Mm-hmm. They had a chance to do this. Would you have kicked a field goal just to get the record? Mm. Come on, Sean. If I will say this, if McDaniel had not applied for the Denver job, oh. I would have said yes. Oh. I don't think he wants to burn some bridges. Huh. So that's why I think he you, de- he decided not to do it. I would not have. Like I've I've been adamant yeah. about this. Now, uh, AJ said, "Well, ask Damian Woody. He played for Bill Belichick. Ask him what Belichick, Belichick would have done. done." And I'm I said the opposite. I was wrong. Belichick's I said, "No, nah, he wouldn't have done that. Belichick's he respects petty. the game too much." Blah blah blah. I asked Damian Woody. And he goes, "Absolutely, Belichick. Belichick's done petty. It. <laughs> he would have done that in a heartbeat. He done in fact, he probably would have called it. He would have called a play." For the quarterback to get to the middle of the field if he was on the hash, oh, wow. <laughs> call the timeout and bring now the kicker. Now that's ball. rubbing it in yeah, there. I think, he, oh. I think he's petty enough to do that in that situation. Oh, wow. He's on the hash. Oh no, we're gonna put it in the middle of the field. We're gonna guarantee a oh. great opportunity. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I'm too nice a guy. Yeah, I wouldn't have. If I wouldn't have applied for it, I would have said, you know what. Yeah, let's stick it to him. I would have thought the opposite. He applied for it, didn't get it. He was going to be like, I'm going to show them. But see, they, then they can show the class. Like, he had the chance to do yeah. it and decided not to do it. Owners, you know, they got they got a, they got a vault. And who knows <laughs> who knows how long Peyton is going to stay there. Oh, McDaniel, he had a chance to do that. Let's give him another chance. Wow. I'm in the minority on that one. I, I, w- I would not have done But if it was just me, but if it was just me, I probably would have done it. Wow, I would have been petty enough to do that. Yeah, see, I guess I'm on the I'm the only one there. Yeah. All right, I'm going to leave your man hanging here. I'm not going to fall that far behind. <laughs> I know what you're telling me to do, AJ, but but Reggie, hang on. This won't take long, but I'm not falling that far behind today. Let's move forward. Five o'clock hour sports huddle. These are this afternoon's top sports stories. I'm sure you'll be fascinated by all the uh, stories you have to tell. This is today's drive home headlines. Look, I'm doing this to make Reggie a star here because the drive home headlines are brought to you by James River Air. 
If you're not happy with your heating and cooling system, call James River Air for a free in-home consultation. Or check them out online at jamesriverair.com. Our top headline on Drive Home Headlines is Reggie's on hold, ready to talk to Sean. <laughs> so you're a star, Reggie, but I'm keeping you on hold because I'm not falling that far behind this afternoon. We'll take a quick break. Reggie's coming up. We'll get to some of the other top stories of the day. NFL game tonight, the Commander's Eagles, the college games. I want to get your opinion on the quarterback situations in Virginia and Virginia Tech. Ooh. Everybody else has been talking about Ooh. it. So I want to do that as well. Reggie, you're next right after the break on the Sports Huddle. Home for the Dallas Cowboys all season is 1061 ESPN. Brought to you by Arthur's Electric and Park and Go. The guy who got hurt? Alright, I made him uh, wait through the break. I won't make him wait anymore. Reggie! <laughs> There's that like sinister the laugh again. I like the music. Oh, you like the music. Okay, good. That's your leading yes, music, sir. Reggie. We're making you a star. You're the top headline on hometown headlines. It's all you That's all right. the time, Reggie. Play my theme music. Oh, he's getting I there. I love it. He's getting there. Yes, sir. What's happening? Hey, Sean, real quick, Sean, when it comes to interviewing the young coaches and the players on Monday and giving them the trophy for the team of the week what kind of response do you guys get i know they're happy but behind the scenes what's it like oh no they like it they like the uh the feeling of of being recognized you know on a week by week basis uh i know coach lily uh who worked with bob uh for a season Mm -hmm. that is correct Uh, he he, i chased him in the i chased him him into the the military is where i chased (laughs) him (laughs) <laughs> he did he did ask he said how long you guys been doing this i said this is our second year you know we kind of really wanting to promote uh more high school uh athletics so they i think all the coaches and the players kind of like that uh, i think last year some of us used it as uh you know we want that second trophy this is a good first trophy we want the uh, we, you know we want this to be the first of two trophies we hoist up at the end uh-huh. of the year so they kind of use that as uh you know appreciation but also some motivation to win that state championship and add that to their trophy case so right now, again, with eight and twelve being the idiots that I said because <laughs> I'm a tax fan, and you guys being the only local sports station that carrying sports, how how do the coaches and the parents when they see you out there on Friday come out to chopper and they see you graduating? Do they kind of smile and wave and get your attention, especially when you're shooting the crowd shots? Uh. You mean as far as uh, asking, like, you know, they appreciate the fact that we're the only that we that we still cover sports. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of parents ask that. Coaches still, you know, they'll say that, and then they will say, "I'm I'm I'm surprised that you know eight and twelve decided to go against the grain and stop doing local mm-hmm. sports, especially mm-hmm. for a city." As large as Richmond, where you have multiple, you know, sport, you know, multiple pro sports teams, they know high school athletics is huge. Football and basketball, you know, you can you got college basketball here with Richmond at VCU, State Union and Randolph Macon, who you know, two years removed from winning a national championship in college basketball. You know, obviously Tech and UVA and Madison. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to cover all of those teams being the state capital and just. 
it's they are still in amazement that we still do it and we're the only ones to do it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Doctor Fraser at Virginia State is talking about you guys doing it, you know, even though you ain't took it on the chin. But it seems like the HBCUs. I hope they appreciate what you do because even when the other networks, which I'm not going to mention no more, because they don't cover <laughs> sports, and they really got me upset about that. You've always stood up for the city schools and also the HBCUs. So, but personally, I just want to thank you for that. A lot of people ignored it when you guys didn't. So thank you, Mr. Lancaster. And the Wall of Famer, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> thank you there, Reggie. Yep. And I love that you promote it that way, too. All right, Reg, thanks. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, 525 on the Sports Huddle. We're good to go until uh, 6 o'clock tonight. Sean Robertson is here, and then he's heading out. Cover some more high school football. Uh, any other top games? I didn't. I actually no, did not look No, it's just three, week. but the other ones are like out of the area. One is Greensville, and the other was Brunswick. Wow. That are hosting games. But the only two teams in our area that are playing are Colonial Heights and Hope. Okay. Yep. All right, coming up tonight. All right, I want to get a little into the college game as well. There's been a lot of talk this week on the Virginia Virginia Tech fronts Ooh. on the quarterbacks yeah, and and who we think it should be. So I do want to get into that topic as well. I'll tell you what, let me take one more phone call before we get to the break. We'll get back to that, unless Caesar wants to talk about that as well. Caesar, thanks for calling this afternoon. How are you? Hey, Bob. Hey, Sean. Uh, you guys are doing a great job today, as always. Thank you. You know, I want to say first, I want to say, um, Bob, you love college basketball just as much as you love baseball. So I want to talk about the ACC network and the ACC talked about their basketball schedule. They released it for all the teams and all mm-hmm. the games. Mm-hmm. And talk about the best basketball team in ACC. Yes, it's Miami. Oh, you. <laughs> you. We know this to be true for the last two years. Ooh. I don't know if you've been noticing. Miami's been getting some five-star athletes coming back to you mm-hmm. as well. So I want to just mention that to Bob. And I want to say I'm proud of CBS 6 for continuing doing the local and all the sports in the area for the colleges, the pro, and all that. And those other programs that don't what comes around goes around karma's going to go, come back come to hurt them when they lose more viewership because they're not everybody wants to see the news 24 <laughs> 7 they want to see sports they want to see competitiveness the, the entertainment the you know it sports gives a great escapism for the everyday man and women though too so we have sure. to be able to give that to our people here. And I appreciate it very much. And I'll leave that with you guys. And I just want to listen to Bob talk about my, my Miami Hurricanes with their basketball program. And we know the football program is going to week by week slowly <laughs> get there and surprise that school that's in Tallahassee. Oh, that right wow. Now. wow. Huh. All right. But we're going to be waiting quietly. Well, well you're no, not quiet right now, no, that's no, for sure. No bitterness with Florida and look, State. Look, I, I like the Hurricanes basketball. I, I'm a Jim Laranega guy. I think he's great. But I'm not ready to call him the best team in the ACC. Sorry, Ooh. Caesar. That's not happening. Not but, yet. Not 
Not yet. But they're there. I mean, they're as, they're as consistently good as anybody. They were the last the ACC last, standing yes. in the tournament. I know. That's what tournament. I, mean. I know. You can make that argument, but I'm not ready to make them the flagship basketball program of the ACC. Has Isaiah Wong exhausted his eligibility? Is he still there? Is he still there? Is he is in his eighth year now at, at Miami? Yes, he still is. Wow. <laughs> really? He's coming? Wow. <laughs> Well, they are pretty good. Yeah. Oh no, they are no doubt. Wong is legit, and he's I mean, great. He's, no, he's no. probably a top. He's top and five, what? at least top ten. Top five, top five, top five, top in, five. in the ACC. I will yeah. give you that. I will give you that. And like you said, they were what the last team standing. Last team in the ACC, in the stand, ACC last standing in the NCAA yeah. tournament. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, all right. Thanks, so, Caesar. I, I believe I would not be surprised if they do better because every year they do a little bit better. So there's only one other thing they could do better, and that's to bring a championship to the year. That's true. That's, that's true. true. That would be quite a story. They got the right coach. And then they Bob do. will finally have to say they are the flagship program. Uh, I will. If that happens, I guarantee you I will say that. For for Larinaga to adjust. <laughs> I thought he was ready to retire like three years ago. Yes. But for him to adjust his style and, you know, basically be – be one of the guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a yeah. huge age gap, and for him to kind of become more acclimated to the guys and 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 learn them and mm-hmm. learn what's what's new, what's now. Kudos to him, and and it has shown the last couple of years with how they've played for him on the court. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thanks, it's thanks, Caesar. All right, we're gonna run. Thank you. All right, bottom of the hour. They're really good. I don't know. I'm ready to anoint them the best in the ACC. In they're tough. Play, but it's they're always tough. tough there. Home or away, that's a that's a really good ball. Club. And that's a good point. Yeah, they they play well on the road. They mm-hmm. don't they don't have to have that home court advantage necessarily. Larinaga getting it done. Yep. Uh, basketball season's are coming. I was just thinking about that today. The crossover season is already starting. Yes, yeah, like I can are out. I can feel it already. Practices have begun. Get, get Let's go. Yeah, Let's absolutely. Go. It's, it's coming. November it's coming. Will be here before you know it. It will be. It will be. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get a break here. Bottom of the hour. Come back on the other side. Maybe we'll zero back in a little more on football, a little college football when we come back as well. 804-327-0888. Sean Robertson from CBS Six, the only local sports station <laughs> in Richmond. Uh, back after the break, 1061 ESPN. This weekend, the Spiders play host to in-state foe Hampton from the 757. Catch all the action beginning Saturday afternoon at 1.30 here on 1061 ESPN. Your home, your home of the Richmond Spiders in the capital city. How does he find that stuff? I know YouTube, Google. He, we're catering to hey, Caesar now. He pays attention. That's all you can. That's all you can say. Resh on those ones and twos, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I once mistakenly called you DJ instead of AJ Resh, <laughs> but that's why I was doing it because you're the DJ extraordinaire. There you go. Yeah. So, all right. From that U to the U University of Richmond, mm. Spiders are home Saturday, two o'clock. Great kick time. Great start time. Gonna be a nice day. Gonna be way better than it's been the last several days. Richmond and Hampton state game, CAA matchup. Spiders are playing better now. Would love to have you come out there and join us. So I have in my grubby little hands, literally, two tickets to the Spiders and Hampton Saturday, and. 
two red zone passes, which gets you all the hospitality. That's the uh, that's the hospitality tent right on the field. You get the field level view of the game. You get the food and beverage throughout the game. It's a fully catered meal. There's beer. There's other beverages provided. It's a great deal. So I got two tickets for the red zone hospitality tent and two game tickets for Saturday, Richmond and Hampton. Caller 2, 804-327-0888. Come by the station tomorrow and pick these up. So you do have to come by the station tomorrow to get them. The two tickets to the game and the two hospitality tent red zone passes. They're right behind the end zone on the field. You get all the food, all the drink. Um, this is really a great value when we add those red zone uh, hospitality tent passes. So uh, call or two, 804-327-0888. Two tickets, Spiders and Hampton, and the two hospitality tent passes as well. And as I was saying, Sean, I don't know who's quarterback, and Russ Huseman uh, certainly didn't reveal it during Behind the Web today at the Brass Tap from noon to one, uh, but did say, you know, as he said to you, us guys yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, no Jackson Hardy for sure. Yep. So I – I mean, I don't think Kyle Wickersham can go um, from what I saw at practice. If he can, I don't think he goes the entire game. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to see more than one quarterback for Richmond one way or the other this week. I would think, you know, off of his performance last week, Ashton Snellsire deserves, yes. you know, another look. And I know they've been talking about trying to get the true freshman Camden Coleman, you know, a few snaps here and there. This might be the time. To do that, they're not going to play him any more than four games. They're certainly going to redshirt him, but they haven't played him yet. So you know, who knows? Maybe he gets in. You got that window. So and I was, I'm sorry. um, That's all right. I was going to ask about that when you mentioned Cam and the the true freshman. That rule is still in place as long as you don't go over four games. Because I was talking to a a parent about that. Her son plays uh, for Virginia State, and he was lost for the year uh, because he um, had an injured knee. And I asked her that question. Mm-hmm. I was like, has he talked to the coach about redshirting this year? Because he has not played four games. And she said, you're the second person that asked me that. I said, please talk to your talk to yep. him. Have him talk to coach and see if he can redshirt because then he'll get a full that, that year back. So he would have an extra year. And she said, I will certainly do that. Thank you for letting me know. So I'm glad you mentioned that, that that rule is still in place. Yes, it is. Very much in place. Um, And and the coaches love it. I think the players do as well as we've we've talked about. And in that case, it would be automatic if he hasn't played four. And with a medical injury, Mm -hmm. you can even get a waiver even if you've played – it may be close to that. I think it's a quarter to thirty-three percent of the game, something like that. He could have still gotten away. So he one way or two, yeah, I think one way or the yeah. other, he could he would get that. So that's big. And, he would get that. And for the coaches, it gives them the, an opportunity to kind of look to see, okay, I can play him this game. I can give him a few absolutely stars. anywhere during the yeah, year. It doesn't have to be snaps, the first four or right. anything like that. Any any part of the season. Yep. So if if. Wickersham doesn't play. To me, that's a perfect opportunity yeah. to see what Cam could do. Live bullets, even though the competition may not be strong. It's, who knows? It's still live bullets. Let's see what he got because who knows? You know, unfo- you know, God forbid something happens to, to Ash, Cam's got to be thrown in that yep. situation. And yep. talking to Coach October yesterday, you know, it's like, hey, it's next man up mentality, you know. There's a situation you got to be ready for it, and let's let's see what he got. Yep, absolutely. So I, I just think you're going to, you know, I, I – Kyle did a few things from what Russ said today, but I don't think he did anything to the point where they would get him in the game. I really don't, yeah. but we'll see. He, you know, he's still got tomorrow to go. 
But I think you'll see more than one quarterback. That's just my guess. I was going to say, if, if it's this late in the week, probably not. Because yeah. I'm trying to remember when we uh, – remember the Dell State game, I think we talked before the game – or the week of, and it was kind of like we adjusted the game, the the practice schedule where the walkthrough mm-hmm. is Thursday, mm-hmm. and they get a full practice in Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you want to put Kyle in that situation right. on a full practice the day before the game. Right. He probably won't, which probably means Ash and maybe Cam get some yeah. looks yep. on Saturday. Yep, I right, buy a ticket and find out, or win these tickets and win find the tickets. out, and then you can watch. And if not, we we're on we're, we're on, on tele- 1061 we're ESPN, yeah, that, and we're on a Monumental Sports yes. Network. Not MSN. that other, not that other name, no but Monumental, which makes you happier. Yes, yes, right? at that three little, yes, yes. So it's now Mon- MSN Monumental. Also, is that also on Flow? Is that and on, on Flow Sports? Okay. Very good. You could be our PR guy there. Hey, for the right price, Bob. You'll do anything. I know you (laughs) will. Not anything. Pretty (laughs) close. I know that. All right, so at Richmond, it's not necessarily by choice who the quarterback's going to be. At Virginia and Virginia Tech, it can be by choice. And there's been a lot of talk about that this week. You know, should Tony Musket get his job back? Or should Anthony Calandria, who's played his four games as a true freshman, keep on playing? Which I think he's going to play more this year. One gotcha. way or the other, even if he doesn't start this week, they're not they're not going to redshirt him now. Pick, I'm in the camp of just play Calandry at this point. We're going to differ. Okay, I think, good. I think you, this is my thing, and I and I said this with Heineke last year. I think you have an idea of what Calandria ha- has. Mm-hmm. I think he's got his ceiling. Unfortunately, that fourth quarter is his bugaboo. The Maryland and NC State games, I don't know if the lights are too bright in the fourth quarter, but the turnovers accelerate just a little bit, and it's the same mistakes. It's it's staring the receiver down, and unfortunately, I'm still looking at that play uh, when he took, took his helmet off and the Bad. pose. Terrible. And Agreed. I'm not putting that all on, on Elliott, and me and Lane had talked about that in the office. I said, I'm not putting that all on Elliott because I don't think he's – is preaching undisciplined play no. like we saw it in the fourth quarter. The 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 onus is going to be on those guys, the offensive lineman with the headbutt, uh Calandra with that play and obviously the leaping on on the uh, on the penalty. But I think you got to see also what Musket has. One game or three quarters, three and a half quarters against Tennessee, I think we got to see a little more. I think he should play, I think he should get at least one more start. And if he if he stinks it up, then you say, okay, I've given him another opportunity. Okay, Calandra, you may have it the rest of the year. This is going to sound really harsh, but why are we giving Musket that? This is his only year, right? Am I right about that? He's not. No, I thought he had another year. Oh, if he has another year, that changes it. I should know that, and I don't know it. I, but I thought I he was remember. a grad student. I think he. I thought this was it for him. But I don't know that. But that would be my point. Like he hasn't been there before. Right. He's here this year. I didn't think he had another year. Maybe he does. That might but change But if he is aggressive, then this bit. is it. This and, is and, it. And my future might be this kid, Calandria. Right. So I'm I'm going all in on him. So I, that's yeah. just that's it's, just me. It's a hard spot. I think Elliot is in a, in a no win situation in this in that situation. But I think I think if you started him, if, to me, I think it'd be different if Calandria was the starter coming into the year. Given the fact that you said Musket won the job. You did, and he beat out Calandria in the in the in the in fall camp, and it took an injury for Calandria to get the job. Let's see 
give Musket, I think, one more opportunity to see what he can do in the starters role. Who knows? He might be the switch. They can get on a little bit of a run and get to a bowl. Who knows? But I think I th- I'm just saying, Bob. Let's just you know. He saw my face. I did see your you? face. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, he's you got beat, two years to musket two, this year and next year, so, so you know that you, changes my opinion a so you, little bit. So you give you know Boston College this week, William and Mary right, next week. I know. Who knows? But I, I think the fact that you named him the starter, saying that he was the better guy against Calandria in camp, I think he should get at least one more. At least one more start. All right. And if he doesn't play well against Boston College, you've given them ample opportunities to be the starter. Okay, Calandry, you're the guy moving forward. But I think he I think Muskett should get one more. How about Virginia Tech? What do you do with Grant Wells? I think Jerome's is the guy. Yeah. I, th- I think he's the guy. He I think he he put Virginia Tech in a position to win against Marshall. Um, the game against Purdue, he had him right there as well. I think he, I think he should be the guy. I think you've given them both almost equal opportunities. I think they both. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant started three, if I'm right, and Drones has a game and a half under his belt. I think we've got a, I got an idea, and you saw him all of last year. Speaking of Grant, yep. I think Drones gives him a little bit more, um, especially with his legs as well as his arm. I think moving forward, I think I think Drones is a guy. We're on the same page on that one. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. All right, there you go. Uh, we'll find out Saturday what what both teams do. Um, tough games. Yeah, tough ones. I, I think Tech can. I think Tech can win. Is that running back? I actually, still think at Pitt? they both can win this week. Tech's got Pitt right. Yeah, at home. I I think they can they can win that game. And uh, obviously, Boston College is a struggling team. So, but it's on the road. So is Virginia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering is is the running back from Pitt still there? Uh, 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 oh, he had like a banana 500 yards yeah, against them yeah. last year. So I don't at, at know. Fields? Yeah, I'd have to. Yeah. If he's back, if they don't stop the run, zero in on him, fellas. Yes. Let's zero yes, in on that's him. That's been a concern too, the rush defense. Yeah. But if if he's gone, you got a better shot. But if he's back in that backfield, <laughs> yeah. you better put nine in the box. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a long night yeah. at Lane Stadium. Yeah. All right, let's get a break in here. We'll wrap it up on the other side, get you up till 6 o'clock. Thank you for tuning in with us this afternoon. Sports Huddle, 1061 ESPN. The Braves have officially clinched a sixth straight NL East crown. Up next, the postseason. And we will have it here on your home for the Atlanta Braves. 1061 ESPN, Richmond. Hey, we are lined up with guests tomorrow to wrap up uh, the week. We'll talk some Braves baseball. Wiley Ballard from the Braves Radio Network from their pregame show. He's going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour. John Keim from ESPN, ESPN.com is going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour tomorrow to talk Commander's Eagles, which is probably how we'll wrap up this show today, Sean. And then uh, Kurt Signetti, JMU head coach, will join us tomorrow afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour as well. What a run for them, by the way. Three straight on the road. That UVA, was... Troy, and Utah State. And they won them all. And now that they get game, South Alabama at home. That game in Ogden. Unbelievable. Utah State, you lost a 24-point lead, and they come back with McLeod. Yep. Throwing a bomb for the Man. game winner, right? 75, yeah, four, 76 yards. Four or five numbers. touchdowns. And Reggie, uh, Reggie Brown Reggie had, Brown. had yep. over 130 yards receiving. 
he might be, he'll be the starter moving forward. Mm-hmm. We talk about Virginia, Virginia Tech. McLeod, I think, has been the oh, yeah, the light excellent. for for yep. JMU at quarterback. He's played well. Now they still had five turnovers and True. won the game. True. Richmond had five turnovers and what? What are these coaches talking about? You got to win the turnover battle. Who cares? Who cares about the turnover battle? I mean, turnover five times. Richmond wins. JMU wins. And maybe they put took the foot off the gas a little bit because they were up twenty four. Yeah, twenty four zip. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Know, jumped on them early and I was like, uh. Yeah. But they Utah State's credit, they came back and made that a game before McLeod's they tied it. They got yeah, it tied. Thir- tied it at thirty eight, yeah. and then the bomb to uh, to win it, and then they get South Alabama. Saturday before their bye week. Right. It'll come in a. Boy, they need the bye week. If anybody does, JMU does. That's a lot of trouble. They can win that given what they've gone through and the travel and the delay at UVA and the emotion there and then the game at Utah State and beat South Alabama Saturday and get that bye. Oof. Yeah. They'll enjoy that oh, bye. Oh, no question. No doubt. No and question. I think they had a full house coming. They said sell yeah. out. Yep. It's a noon game on, on Saturday, ESPNU, but they'll get there. Yeah. Nationally televised. Get there. Big game for them yep. on Saturday. Absolutely. All right, all, all kidding aside here, if the commanders are going to make a game of this, what do they got to do? Ball control. Ball they've got, control. They've got to okay. protect. Now, we're not saying hide Sam Howell. We've got to protect Sam Howell. And what I mean by that is run the football, short intermediate passes, quick passes protect him protect the old line and uh i think uh was it jerry joseph uh says something in his person i think is is uh profound what the redskins oh, redskins commanders okay. should do and that's protect those rush lanes against mm-hmm. jalen hurts this is really their first well i was gonna say second straight week that they have to deal with a mobile quarterback they dealt with josh allen Bad results because Allen was able to get out of the pocket and make some plays. Jalen Hurts, we know what he can do with his legs and his arm. You get him out in the pocket, he can look downfield or beat you with his legs. He'll get a few more days to recover from the flu. Mm-hmm. Protect those rush lanes. So young and young, uh, young and um, sweat. Keep them contained to allow Allen and also Deron Payne do their thing up the middle. But they got to be ball control and limit the amount of chances. Uh, Jalen Hurts can get out of the pocket. So here's the other thing: their schedule gets a lot easier after the Eagles game. I was just looking at that. They but got Washington. the Bears at home, yeah, at the Falcons mm. and at the Giants. That, that's, that's at not, worst, you should go two and one. Right? That's that's Giants manageable. is always tricky. Tricky, but they're obviously yeah. not great. You should go at worst two and one. Right? No question. That's a manageable. And then they get the Eagles again. I don't know why the league does that. Like. Put them that. Remember that year that they had their, they finished yes. their year with five straight yes. division games. Wasn't that last year? I think year it was five of the last that, six or two years. Well, ago. one year it was it was, it was five. The last five. It was the last. I don't five. know why they it did that. It might have been the it might have been the pandemic year when they made the playoffs. Maybe, but I but think yeah. that's more than manageable. Bears, yeah. Falcons, Giants in between no two question. Eagles games, especially given if the if the Giants are struggling going into yeah. that game and the wheels may fall off. You that's a sweep. That's like that's a legitimate sweep if you can get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I um, wonder where Josh Harris is sitting and what he's doing. He's not going to be well-received in Philly, I can tell nah, you that. he won't. But no. you know what? He's going to have on that burgundy. And he's like, <laughs> I'm the managing partner of the commander. I'm fine in that uh, suite. I'm fine. What's the line? I heard it was eight. Um, I don't know that. I can look real quick while the music is playing. I think it was. I think it was, it was like eight, eight or eight and a half. Man. Something like that. Uh, let's see. The uh, Lions are two-point favorites, two point by favorites? the way, tonight. And then the Eagles are – it's up to nine. Oh, wow. 
Really? Yeah, that's... What do they know? Divisional game? I, I, that, that would even scare me a little as an Eagle fan. I would take Washington in the points. Yeah. In that one. That's that's a lot. Go that's get the lot. chopper there, Sean. Going into the chopper, All right. folks. Thanks to Wes Atiyah, the Richmond Tennis Open coming to the University of Richmond. We'll tell you more about that in the next couple of weeks. All those guests coming up tomorrow on the Sports Saddle, so we'll wind up the week with an exclamation point. Join us tomorrow afternoon. AJ, thanks over there on the other side of the glass. Great being back in the studio today. Talk to you tomorrow at 4 with the next edition of the Sports Hub right here, 106.1 ESPN. Run, Sam, run. Are you looking for that smooth and handsome